Hello and welcome to the Dime Alive podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton. Each week I show you how to build a life in alignment with your soul. I interview top thought leaders changing the world with their work. And I also show you how you can build a life in alignment with your soul, do your dharma, be happier, healthier, live longer, and have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace. So without further ado, let's dive into the next podcast. Welcome to the Dharma Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton. I'm the creator of the Dharma Life Academy and the host of the Dharma Life Podcast. And today, an Instagram friend gets to be a real friend. I am welcoming the beautiful Crystal, energetic alchemist, to my platform. So welcome, Crystal. Thank you. It's so good to come here and connect with you. And I think, you know, you you and I have kind of been in the same space. Like I I kind of, on Instagram, I always look for people who are Ascension guides and 5D Ascension. And then I go and check them out and see if I like them, follow them. And I just loved what you were up to. And then, you know, we comment on each other's stuff and you become little Instagram buddies. And I was like, come on my podcast and you're here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about the times that we're in and what that means for all of us. Um, I know a lot of people are feeling very drawn to kind of stand up and have an impact. And I, you know, I love to support that and help show other people ways that we can all mm, support ourselves in our own natural ability. I mean, there's so many things that we're naturally good at that we can just stand up and start to help the collective with, whether it's like holding a door open at this time or really sitting down and explaining some higher conscious thought to somebody who's ready. Um, There's just a lot of ways we can move at this time. So I'm excited to be here and talk about it with you. And I would love for you to share with our audience a little bit about your journey, who you are, what you do in the world. Sure. And then, you know, because like, I love what you said, Crystal, because I agree. It's all this 2021 year of freedom is about us all yes. standing up. So I'd love to kind of hear yeah. your, your journey to standing up. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't grow up with a feathered nest. I had a childhood that was a little on the rougher side. Um, mental abuse, physical abuse, and and just very unhealthy relationships around me. So things were very confusing at a very early age for me. Um, I also was raised uh, in the Catholic church, but they're what I would call like Sunday Catholics, right? Where we just go to church and, and then when we come home, things are back to the chaos. And so it was very confusing. And I just remember at a very young age, wanting to know the truth and really wanting to know, like, is there something wrong with me or is there something wrong with my external reality? Like, where is the disconnect? And I remember asking my mom to like drop me off at Barnes and Noble when I was 12. Um, And I would sit in the self-help section, like literally trying to figure out life. It was um, looking back now, it kind of is um, very surreal to think that I was seeking at such a young age, but 
um, I've always kind of been in contact. I've always felt spirit. I've had experiences since I was very, very young. Um, my grandmother passed away. And when she did, I went to my mother and told her that she had sat on the edge of the bed and told me that I was going to have to take care of her now. And, you know, I had little things like that that would kind of happen um, that would cause a reaction from my external world. My parents, they didn't know how to handle that or I could also say there was a lot of fear in it. So it got shut down um, and it was suppressed for a very long time. When I met my fiance, she too is very spiritual and she began to teach me how to not have fear and what I was connecting to. And so from there, my journey left that fear uh, based experience and started moving into curiosity. And I really started to want to know what was happening I think it was around 2007-ish, um, somebody told me in a channel that I was a Pleiadian and it scared the living shit out of me. I was like, well, what was that? They told me that and I didn't know what that meant. And so I started beginning this research into the, the Galactic Federation and just ideas and concepts that we may not be exactly who we thought that we have been this whole time. We may, we may not just be these earthly beings. And in the beginning, it brought up a lot of fear. So I found myself navigating through this fear and trying to talk myself into what if, what if, possibility, possibility. Um, and so I think that my consciousness really began to expand and just open up to different ways of thinking, even though I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, Who does? It's a tricky thing to navigate, right? So I would say when I moved to Austin, Texas in 2014, I saw another healer and she said, sis, you can do exactly what I do. You have to start to meditate. And I was like, I knew I was tuned in, but I'm like, I will never live your life. Like in, in my perspective back then, I was looking at healers as like, oh, just they live a whole different world than I was in. You know, I was a hairdresser and then I was a nanny. And so I lived a very programmed life, if you will. Um, I was very embedded in my belief systems were still very embedded in the matrix, even though I was exploring. So um I decided one day after having a rough day that I was going to do 21 days of meditation. I made it through two weeks and started to bring in channel. It came through in toning at first, light language, and then I started to hear frequencies. And then I just received blocks of information and I would begin to have these ideas. And I was like, what is all of this? And I just wrote it all down, wrote it all down. And now I'm here still writing things down and now videotaping them and, and sharing the messages with people when I work with them on a one-on-one -on -one basis, but it's just kind of evolved. Yeah. So you followed There's your programs would be the way I What was that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I followed the popcorn trail. Yeah. And I think they, they said really, turn left and I turned left. Yeah. And I think it's a really nice thing for our audience for us to un unpack with our audience because I would similar to you, Crystal, like yeah. my kind of gift and my psychic capability, you know, I just never thought I'd have anything. And I was like, oh, I really I was so envious almost of people that did have things. Um, yeah. And then my dowsing work was the thing that led me into my Akashic Records, which was yes. the thing that, then meant that I was connecting. And it's, and right. I suppose for people listening, you know, you just have to go towards what excites you. Um, and exactly. 
like practice exactly Um, the guides have put it in this way so many times too. just follow the things that you're already good at follow the things that you're already good at if you're good at talking and soothing people which that's kind of where the collective is at this time that's moved into this um, fourth dimensional space and really starting to open up and learn what's happening they can really speak in ways that soothe people. They find themselves maybe always giving advice and and stuff like that. And so if you take that and trust in the moment that you're being guided by your God force, um, that this is exactly what they needed to hear. And, And the more you just start there and love yourself there, it opens into that next step. It just keeps opening. Something new just keeps happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you stay in the now moment, you recognize that more frequently. So it's like stay in the now moment, be more um, present in your day and in your emotions. And then at the same time, trust that the way that you are showing up for your brothers and sisters, uh, friends, internet friends, whatever it is, that that's exactly where you're meant to be right now. The guides keep saying like, There's nothing to do at this time right now other than find yourself in stability and speak from that space, speak from that stability and love because that's what the collective's needing. Um, The energy's waking them up very quickly. They need to know how to organize it, right? Mm. And I think I love what you're saying because I think that has been the gift of obviously this great awakening has been the last year, but really if it's taught us anything, it's about going inward and disconnecting from the cast. You know, we're only year one of like four years where this stuff breaks down. So yes, this is a skill that people have to. So so from from a meditation perspective, because I you know I'd love for you to talk to the audience about how you because most people don't meditate because they go oh my brain now I can't still my mind and that's why that's why I didn't either. I mean, they were telling me for years meditate and I just didn't do it. It didn't didn't strike me as exciting. It felt, every time I went into that space, it felt like work. It felt like I was Mm -hmm. having to focus against something that was feeling natural in the moment. And so it just didn't make sense. But now I recognize that what felt natural in that moment was the chaos that I was used to feeling internally. And that if I would just spend a moment or two collecting myself and coming into my essence and closing my eyes and just breathing, that I would settle my body just enough that it would shift. And I, I started to teach myself that I could see movement in five minutes. I didn't need an hour. I could calm myself and my own energy. I could calm my thoughts and just mm, soothe yourself is a really good word. When I started to do that, that's when the shifting happened the most. When I was really focused on, okay, well, I'm thinking and I got to stop thinking, but the thoughts keep coming. I can't do this. This must not be for me. What's wrong? What am I missing? Everybody else can do it. You know, it's like you create more chaos than you create stillness. And so if you just allow yourself to be in that moment where maybe the thoughts are going, maybe every few seconds you're thinking something, who cares? Breathe, let your body feel still. If you can't get your mind to feel still, let your body feel still. You have to understand your, your mind, what you're trying to do with your mind is tune into this consciousness and yes, but at the same time, you're never gonna be able to hold it in your body if you can't find stillness in your body. 
an overexhausted, energetically closed down body is never going to hold consciousness. So whether or not we like to meditate, we have to find a way to soothe our nervous system so that our body can create more space to let that light in. So the easiest way to do that would be the breath. Breath work. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because you don't, um, sometimes I don't know how to ground the energy that I want to say. You don't have to use your mind to shift your energy. So if your thoughts are going, it's okay. What, what happens is, is when you get in a state of judgment about what your mind is doing, you tense up the body and then you block all the flow. If you allow your body to at least be in a state of non-resistance, your lower chakras and your heart center can still be open while maybe you are closing down your crown and, and your third eye a little bit. But at least the rest of your body is finding a little bit of alignment in, in the essence of who you are. And you can work on your thoughts. You can work on your programming. If that's where you are, let that be your process for the week to maybe soothe your thoughts so that you can calm in the mind a little bit and start to activate those centers. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I know it does to you, but I just... If there's somebody here that may be new, I don't know that I ground that very well. Well, I think the way I would describe it is is being in your body. Yeah. I think that letting it in that I used to make was I would would want because you're because we think we're going to meditate, so our conscious it all we're conscious and send our consciousness up, whereas the opposite we need to ground into our body, be in our body. You know whether that means like grabbing your thighs and you know just kind of really yes. down so you feel that you're in your body and grounded and then it opening up your channel exactly and i always tell people too and i don't know if everybody has the same experience but a beautiful thing that was a good marker for me was when i would start to feel my body spin a little i would knew i would know that i'm tuning into my merkaba that i had opened up and relaxed my body enough that i could feel the sensation of my energy field And so the goal is going to release the energy in the body, relax the body until there's a sensation. That's the connection of the higher energy being able to come in and flow. Yeah. Okay. So I suppose for people listening, the first step is to ground into the earth. So send your energy down into the center of the earth, all the way down to the the earth star. That's what I usually do. And then that grounds my body into the earth. And then I focus on opening up my channel. Like you said, the energy can come in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, find your stillness first. Yep. It really helps connect. Yeah. So this is just kind of like you said, it's your breadcrumb and it's developed. And now you find yourself channeling messages for other people and for the collective. Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's really unraveled in a very beautiful way. And... I bring most of my messages are for me and my partner and we give out the snippets that work for the collective and that kind of evolved into the messages coming in for the collective. Um, I was very fearful to move into that space um, because me releasing and healing my inner child, a lot of that was judgment and and heavy criticism. And so to now be in this space that's very vulnerable and sacred to me and stand in front of people who may have an opposite experience and to have 
the possibility there of people projecting at me in some way in this sacred space, it's always evoked a lot of fear. So Mm -hmm. I really had to move through that. I had to settle myself in my own truth because it it then is unshakable if people don't see or hear or feel the same way, Mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. I think that is everybody's work, you know, their child work, this shadow work, you know, it's this sort of next phase of our evolution to enable us to step into our bark dharma, our purpose. You know, I've yeah. been like that too this year, Crystal. Like at the beginning of the year, I was like a snake shedding on my skin, having wanting to stand in my truth, but being scared because, like you said, yes. you open yourself up to judgment and to persecution mm-hmm. and whatever else. And and then it was like, well, am I going to swallow my truth? And it's like, no, I'm not going to do you that. Can't. So. Yeah, it's like we can't. We can't anymore. Um, And that's, that's the beauty in it too. It's like, even though we're opening up and we're being called outside of this box that is comfortable at times, mm, source and all of the higher energies are here supporting us. We're being navigated along this path. There are lots of eyes watching this human journey from all different realms, very appreciative of the shift that we're making because it impacts universally. Um, And so it's like, we have to just keep going. We can't keep holding back anymore. It's, mm, it goes against everything you know to be true within you now, you know? I'd love you to unpack that a little bit more because okay. I totally agree with what you're saying. Like what happens on earth impacts everybody else and the different, yeah. you know, different planets, different beings. Like, can you explain how and why? Sure. So from what I understand from my guides, it is, our energetic field, um, especially as light workers and star seeds, is tuned into both the earthly grid and the universal grid. Energetically, every shift that happens within us, it impacts the whole. Um, you can also see this through the eyes of oneness and um, source energy, the great central sun. It's everything coming back to the center. We are fractals of source energy that came into different realms and realities to have experience. And yes, we have been on this earthly plane and intertwined our energy with this earthly plane. And so we, we very much have things that we want to clear and cycles that we want to break. But at the core of everything, every shift that we make, that energy data, if you will, is transferred back to all that is. And all that is evolves also because of your experience, your singularity experience, and also the collective experience. Beautiful, yeah. Yeah. So essentially the more we do our work and more we open up to higher states of awareness and consciousness, the better it is for for everybody. The way they explain it is ascension has never happened through a physical body. Ascension has always happened outside of the physical body. So for us here on earth to ascend through our physicality now, we're on the leading edge of creation. We are literally the leading edge of creation in this universe right now. It's like the rubber band that gets pulled back. Mm. How do I explain that? Oh, a hundred percent. You have a blueprint within you. And so your intuition is your way of energetically interpreting or translating that blueprint. 
So the goal is to continue to quiet your nervous system so that you can hear those subtle frequencies. So just like you're an empath, maybe and tuning into the collective awareness of what's happening and maybe absorbing some of the, those energies and saying, oh, well, that's fear or, oh, well, that's panic or, oh, that's love. You also tune into this grid energy, this external energy, and you interpret these things the same way. Nice. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. For people, for people listening, I suppose what Crystal is saying is you don't have to worry about this. It's like we're guided. It's so natural. It's just going to unfold within you. Yeah, the best thing that we can all do is just continue to love ourselves and honor ourselves. We're bringing back our sovereignty. And so you do that by having inner boundaries with yourself. You know, no, I'm not going to talk to myself this way anymore. No, I'm not going to go hang out with this person because I feel this way when I do. And it's not always about having the external boundary, you know, well, you treat me this way or or you do these things to me. It's more with yourself. And when you can learn to love yourself in these ways and, and respect and honor, sorry, who you're becoming and, and, and who you are in your authenticity before the world said, this is not accepted. Mm, the more you shine and stand in that place, we all shift each other. It's, uh, how do you say it? Nine degrees of separation, mm. right? How we all are intermingling in this energy, it's real. It's real. And there's so much there that we can't see and that we need to navigate and explore to continue to open in these ways. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I feel so blessed to be here talking with you. I mean, you're such a leader in this avenue of really grounding and making it practical so people have action-oriented steps to move through this. It's um, always been my that's, like, how do we how do we take these yeah. big concepts and how do we ground them and how do I, how do I do yeah. that? And then how do I teach exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's like, mm, you, people can, can sometimes assume that maybe this is easy, but you take very large concepts and place them into an orderly structure for people to move through. And that is so powerful and divine. Um, yeah. I, I've been working at doing a lot of the things that you do, creating these workshops and, and, and ways for people to move forward. And it's been very difficult for me to ground what I'm getting and knowing and understanding into a way that is mm, aligned yeah. in, the action, in the action world. Mm -hmm. So hats off to you, sis. <laughs> well, I think like you, as you've discovered, when you're teaching something, or supporting people you really have to do it and break it down into such a sort of simple yeah. easy and bite-sized way but I you know I think what you were touching on there self-love you know love is yeah. like the highest vibrations and so you know yeah. what Crystal was saying about loving ourselves you know that's that daily practice of self-love will shift your vibration as it is you know we've been kept yeah. in these lower level states of self-worth lack of self-worth and self-hate and on all of us have this inner child wounding and this shadow aspect and as soon as you can start to heal that aspect of yourself life just gets so much better you're not beating yourself over a head yeah. thick every day 
Exactly. And people need to know too, it's not as hard as it seems. They think that because maybe there's a trauma in the past that had happened, that looking at it is going to be something really difficult and heavy and maybe evoke all of this sadness. And yes, it may, because there may be spaces there that still evoke that energy. Love yourself there. But nine times out of 10, you can carry the conscious awareness that you have now. You can carry the personality, the knowing that you have now into that space and say, hey, sweet girl, hey, little dude, that wasn't true. Don't listen to them. Come with me. I'm here now. You don't need them. You don't need their appreciation. You don't need their validation. You don't need their love. You don't need their approval. I got you. That's big. That's big. Yeah, so big when we realize it takes so much energy that all that, those repressed parts of ourselves, it takes so, so much energy yeah. to hold that down. And then when yeah. we integrate it into our being, we become more powerful. Like one of the things I was sharing yeah. with my audience, Crystal, is I've been doing these witnessing sessions where you go and you basically talk about something that you you don't want to talk about and that you've been repressing mm. and that you don't talk, you know, like whatever it is you're going through and dealing with, you you then talk about it. And it's just so yeah. liberating to not carry around my baggage and yeah. go once a month and just like hurt. Well, and what a space to create for other people. I mean, Man, the intention you all carry when you show up in that space, not only to liberate yourself, but to create that freedom for other people to feel accepted in whatever they're dealing with. Um, oh, that's awesome. What are those called? Um, it's like a shadow work, wit- witnessing, they call it. Where Witnessing. Witness, yeah, they witness, so they hold space for you. Yeah. And then they, then they would say, well, what does that feel like? And actually they take you down. Like it's a, a trained thing, which I, I think I'm going to go and train in. I was just going to say, I can't wait till you do one so I can experience this, you know, that I, it sounds amazing. <laughs> well, it's how you feel because obviously this is the thing. All of us have been taught from birth pretty much. Don't cry. Yeah. Don't, you know, don't show emotion. You know, and that was my, my story, Crystal. I, I didn't. And it led to a nervous breakdown because I was holding right. everything. Um, yeah. And obviously, when we do let our emotions out, we feel so tired. It's because it's a release, you know. And exactly. Actually, you know, it's so liberating because afterwards, the next day, you feel t- you feel exhausted on the day where you've been bawling your eyes out. But the next day, you're like, yeah. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, the level up from there is going to be doing it in the now moment. Do it in the now moment when you catch yourself beating up on yourself. Stand in that place and fill your cup with everything that you know to be true and from there it comes this crazy level of empowerment that begins to flow in too because not only are you healing that inner child and that shadow work but now you're activating yourself where you need to be activating and giving yourself what you need so that you can feel supported yeah and is this the work the work you guys are doing is this you and your partner you're doing the work together yeah so we do channeling work together because she asks beautiful questions. So when we can get into that space together, she really pushes me to 
feed things that I normally wouldn't talk about on my own. Yet when I'm in that space, I don't have those same inhibitions because the guides don't care what people think. They just want to share the message to answer the question. Um, so we do that together. But the the work that I do on a daily basis is just one-on-one um, intermingling, channeling messages from the client's guides in with my own personal experience and grounding this energy and what it looks like to like walk through life, um, holding some of that light and, and navigating this space of unknown together. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like you said, an ascension guide really for people. Yeah. Help them move yeah, through. just kind of helping people understand what's going on within them. And, you know, again, in a, a nutshell, obviously, what is are the guides saying about this time? You know, is there any kind of more recent communication that you could share with us? Yeah, you know, the last thing that had happened, um, the last live channel we did, they were really guiding us to keep our um, thoughts and focus Uh, on on the higher realities. So focusing on the things that feel good right now, the things that you can pinpoint out that are unraveling in a beautiful way, that are bringing more peace and ease and love into this world, because that's the new energy being grounded into the grid. And so when we focus on that, we amplify it as lightworkers and starseeds. And so right now, our focus is going to be to continue to focus on the things that are happening in our current reality that are benefiting not only us as individuals, but the collective. And the reason being is because there's going to be a lot of fear and a lot of projection happening as um, people try to navigate what exactly their truth is. And so if we can hold our energy stable during this time, we won't... um, When people are seeking truth, they're not going to trust somebody who's always having highs and lows. They're not. So in order for us to be the way shower to people who are really waking up right now and and struggling and seeking, we have to hold ourselves stable wherever we are. It doesn't matter. There's not necessarily some seeking of a higher vibration right now at this time because the energy needs us just to hold the light. Um, So if that means you meditate and breathe in the morning and journal and stay to yourself so that you can hold your energy in the space that it is, then that's what you do. Some days I don't go to the grocery store. It just is what it is. But if you can get out there and remind people of the things that are hopeful and the things that are changing and shifting in our favor and keep their eyes focused on the prize, we tip the scale. And that's when the manifestations become to truly merge into this reality that we've created here in front of us. Right now, a lot of the new earth energy is still existing in the grids and in the ethereal and in the astral. And what we're doing is we are connecting to these energies when we feel them within us. And the more we can just find ourselves in a state of peace and relaxation as we expand, we ground it into the grid, just like you were saying earlier. They don't really want us to try and figure out ways to push forward at this time because we will. we will cause ourselves to stretch. And with that stretch is integration. And when you're integrating, you tend to be more wobbly. So it's almost as though they're saying, hold hold yourself where you are in the states of love that you can carry at this time. And mm, when the light comes in and you integrate anyway, allow yourself just to shift there. Don't add all of this extra shifting. We're so close to things pivotally changing especially in the ways 
that we receive communication from our guidance, um, that it's like, there's not much to be done. It's already done. We're at the transition point. And so trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out, that push against is just causing resistance within the collective right now, the lightworking collective. One of the things I always say is like 80-20, you know, 80% yeah. on your life and who you are, yeah. where you want to go, what you want to create, 20% on what is happening in the crazy world, you know? Yeah. Um, whereas most people at the moment, the opposite way around, they're 80% focused on all the madness and 20% focused on themselves. And no wonder they feel out of balance. Right. Exactly. Your focus, when you focus on something, you ground your energy into it. You create cords and connections with that energy. There's no way you can look at what's happening. Yeah. There's no way you can pay attention to what's happening and not absorb that energy if, if there's too much focus. So you're a hundred percent on that. Um, yeah. There, the unraveling, you know, it's just going to be chaotic. Mm. And so we have to remind ourselves of where we're going. Yeah. And I think also, you know, like we said right at the beginning, you know, we've got a few more years of this, you know, you don't collapse a thousand year corruption structure in a year, you know, and this is going to take a while. It's come to the surface. It's like an iceberg broken through the surface. So everybody can see it because it's been so hidden for many, many, you know, years. And now it's obviously come up for everybody to see. Um, and and uh, it's going to continue to do so while we break it down and break it through, break through it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, also it's good to remind everybody that while these structures are falling, there are going to be new structures that will be built simultaneously. We're not going to have to wait for everything to completely come down to build a new. There are already people that are putting programs into place for new healing technologies and and new ways for us to um, navigate uh, age and food and... um, just all kinds of things and we're seeing it like literally i was reading something today about how i think it was i can't remember how many twitter accounts have just been deleted because obviously we have everything that's going on and of course there's there's straight away there's other platforms that don't have ridiculous terms and conditions and you know aren't censoring people that you can jump onto so I literally got a mental, like a vision when you were talking, Crystal, of like things coming, whoop, but then things going, whoop, like straight up. And exactly. So that's, this is the two timelines that we're seeing play out right now. And if you continuously look at what's happening, that's fearful. You're tuning into that fearful timeline and it's really hard to see all the new technology and new things that are popping up to assist us. Yeah, exactly. It's so exactly. wonderful because it's like humanity has it's been so skewed in the favor of the one percent. You know, they've yeah. been able to track us, they've been able to record us, they've been able to take our data, la la la. And now the, the collective are going, no thanks, not anymore. And they're literally shifting from WhatsApp to Telegram, for example. You know, and well, they also used to be able to manipulate our consciousness through. TV waves and radio waves and waves that have come off our um, electricity towers and stuff like that. And they don't have that same control anymore. So we're just watching system by system being exposed as they lose control. Um, Yeah, it's a a beautiful thing. But if we're tuning into the madness, you're going to feel the madness. So 
I always say, you know, use your focus when you pretend and, and imagine and use your imagination. Pretend you have a sonar and everything that you direct your sonar in, you're also receiving back at you. Mm. You create, yeah. con you create connections. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, it couldn't be any truer, you know, literally you will right. absorb whatever you're focusing on. Um, yeah, so sure exactly. You are focusing on what you want. You know, people don't, yeah. I think people are still, you know, really waking up to the fact that they are energetic, you know, yes. their energy is their currency and it's important what they do with that currency. And if they're attached to the mainstream media or they're attached to all the true thing youth YouTube videos, like the brilliant thing about us, us is we sit in the fifth dimension and yes, we can dip in and have a look at that stuff, but no, up in the fifth, you want to stay up here. It's all like unicorn yeah. and light. Yeah. <laughs> No. Exactly. If it just feels so much better to sit in a perspective where you can kind of see how it's all playing out. You can feel into it a little bit. Um, yeah. I, I think bless the truthers because these earth warriors are going out and sharing information that's being heavily censored. Um, and I feel for them because their businesses have gone under and their livelihood has been taken away. And I, you know, I was one of the people who got deleted off of Twitter that day when they dumped thousands of accounts. And I'm very grateful, you know, that account was relatively new. So there was not a lot of people there, but it's, you know, there are people who have health and nutrition and they're speaking out against the vaccine and they're getting just dropped you know, and, and that's their livelihood. It's maybe they're um, in herbology and, and putting together things or whatever it is, but still it's, it's crazy to think that that is the time we live in. But at the same time, we have to keep coming back. We have to keep coming back because it's not about them. Ultimately, it's about us. It's about us coming back into connection. It's about us sharing and becoming a community again. It's about us learning to trust each other because we've been so divided and pulled apart. And what, is, what does a new community look like when we can recognize who we really are and then start to act in those ways? Um, there's a lot unfolding all at the same time. And so stay in your heart. You'll know the truth. You'll feel it. The only time you don't feel the truth is when you get in your head. Yeah, it creates confusion. Yeah, very good advice. And like, confusion. The more, the more they squeeze us, the freer we will become. Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. and and because they see it, it's it's very it's obvious. You know, it's really obvious to people now. And I think for a long time they're saying, no, nobody's being censored. Nobody's being <laughs> censored. You know, oh. and now it's so in your face. How yeah. how do you hold that belief system still? It's in our face, but I still am not convinced. Yeah people that you know i'm thinking of my family here who don't yeah on anything other than the mainstream you know i still Same. there is going to be a massive wake-up call because oh, yeah. you know if you're just still using in, in england crystal we have the bbc and it's like like a little british yeah. corporation it's like cnn kind of right yeah and people just think it's you know because be, the way they branded it in the uk is it's very prim and proper british and so it has yeah. this air of establishment about it. Um, the elite. People, yeah, yeah, it's people silly. Trust it. And of course, it's yeah. just the biggest load of bullshit. The programming, the programming still exists. Like, we are breaking away from this matrix energy that keeps the program in act. 
but the program still exists through collective memory. Um, I don't really know how to explain that anymore. It's like you remember things being the way they've been for so long that you never expect or allow your perception to move outside of anything that you've experienced. And so there's, yes, a level of cognitive dissonance with what's kind of coming forward with some people, but it's mainly because these belief systems are very much ingrained in who they are. Most people have never really thought, well, what do I believe? What do I believe the government's doing? What do I believe is happening in outer space? What do I believe when it comes to the term God? Um, they don't, they just, you will watch a show and accept a belief system off of movies and radio. And I'm not saying everybody, I'm just saying people who are really tuned into that um, collective of the program of really carrying the belief systems that have been pushed upon us. And so this is also what we're seeing unraveling. And that's where a lot of the projection and fear and, and the yelling and, and wanting to be against each other, um, especially here in the United States, you see that a lot with what we're going through right now. Um, but it will settle because as they continue to kind of allow themselves to feel that anger that's coming up is them actually taking their power back. And so I know it looks crazy, but when you're powerless, when you literally are powerless and in the system and in the program, if you will, and you begin to take that back, mm -hmm. the next step up that emotional scale is mm -hmm. anger. Mm -hmm. And then from there, they can move into frustration and then maybe a little overwhelm and then maybe some curiosity. Mm -hmm. But this is where they start and we can't judge their process. And this is why it's like watching everybody go through this dark night of the soul right now. It's only going to hinder your own energy because maybe you'll feel bad or maybe you'll feel guilty or maybe you'll have some sort of emotional reaction. And um, that too is a projection. So we really have to pull it back in during these times and just allow ourselves to sit and express and walk in the ways that leave people feeling a little bit more hopeful. Beautiful, beautiful, Crystal. Thank you so much. I've loved our conversation. Yeah. Really, really yeah. enjoyed it. Thank you. It was great <laughs> connecting today. It really Finally. was. <laughs> I know. It's okay. It's and how okay. can people find you? Uh, you can find me at crystaltheenergeticalchemist.com. Um, that's where my website is and you can learn a little about me and um, you can access my social media from there, my YouTube from there. So, yeah. Fabulous. Fantastic. Yeah. We'll make sure we have all the details in the show notes as well so people can find you. But now I really appreciate yeah. you coming on. Really, really enjoyed our conversation. Exciting times on the planet. So very, very. <laughs> Stay safe where you are. Keep coming inside, sis, and guiding with your light. I appreciate you having me here today to talk with you. It's really good to get to connect. We see like your face and your posts, but it's, it's a different thing when we get to come in live and the energy today was so beautiful. I love the space that you hold for everybody too. Thank you. I love your work. So yeah. it's just great. Me too. And like we had this big, I've got it now as well, like a big rush of energy when they're like, we both came on the on the um the yeah. I was like okay <laughs> just through the roof I know my heart was going here we are here we are yeah <laughs> it was good it's good to connect so have yeah. a blessed day thank you for having me oh my pleasure my absolute pleasure and uh, we will have another incredible guest on the podcast next week
Thank you so much for listening to the Dharma Life podcast. I do hope you enjoyed this episode. Please come over and say hello on my Instagram, our Facebook group. And also, please let me know what you thought. So if you are listening, please take a screenshot of the podcast that you are listening to. Tag me on Instagram and I will reshare your post. And please let me know what it is that you got out of today's episode. Remember, when we do our Dharma, we are happier, healthier, we live longer, and we have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace. Thank you.